This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation. No room at the inn. That's what Mary and Joseph heard, trying to bring Jesus into the world. There is still no room at the inn for Jesus in this nation. Be not afraid. That's what Jesus said eight times in the New Testament. Be not afraid. In fact, do not be afraid is the most often repeated command in all the Bible. If you look at the whole Bible, you'll find 365 scriptures that command us not to fear or be afraid in reaction to the world, people, or events around us. 365 times. That's enough for one reflection for every day of the year, a reflection we need terribly right now. Why does the God of the Bible and the angels who announce the birth of Christ, then Jesus himself, keep telling us again and again and again not to be afraid? Perhaps it's because our own human nature, I think, makes us fearful. And we most easily fear people who are different than us. Fear of the other is a very common human trait. So we're told again and again, don't be afraid. In Matthew 14, 27, Jesus speaks clearly, take courage, he says. It is I. It's me. Don't be afraid. That brings us to Matthew 25, the text that you often hear me raise and being raised so much during this Advent season as we see the brutal treatment of asylum seekers coming to our borders. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me, Jesus said. I was a stranger. I was that stranger. Or later in the text, I was that stranger, and you didn't welcome me. You didn't bring me in. No room in your inn. Jesus identifies with those who are hungry and thirsty and naked, a stranger. And the word stranger in the Bible there means immigrant. It literally means refugee, migrants. That's what it means. The sick, the prisoner. As you have done it for the least of these or not done it for them, you've done it to me. So when Jesus says, don't be afraid, it is I, he's approaching his disciples on a boat in a stormy sea kind of feels like now. So last weekend, I was blessed, really blessed, to be at the U.S.-Mexico border between San Diego and Tijuana for what's called a posada liturgy. In Spanish, posada means shelter. The border service of the, this, this border service is centuries old in the Catholic Church. It's an Advent liturgy, and this one is called La Posada Sin Fronteros, or Posada Without Borders, held now for 25 years at this border at Tijuana and San Diego. It was, this service, a powerful experience for me as we joined in the liturgy with hundreds of ecumenical, multilingual, multiracial pilgrims on both sides of the border fence. Very symbolic. Singing to each other back and forth the lovely words in this old tradition of Mary and Joseph asking for shelter from innkeepers one after another, and first being rejected, refused, until the last innkeeper, the last home, 
welcomes them. They do this in little towns all over the world. So we sang Christmas carols, and we recited the names of migrants who have died as crosses and prayers were lifted up. We began with a, we began with a press conference uh, near the border, and many California and Mexican media present, no, I'm sorry, we began with a press conference of faith leaders uh, right there near the border with many California and Mexican media present calling for a more compassionate, a more humane policy or policies toward those whom Jesus told us to welcome. We then made a pilgrimage to the border itself in a hike that I hadn't really been fully briefed on beforehand that turned out to be both focusing and taxing. It was three miles on mostly thick sand along the beach. It became a very small glimpse of what thousands of refugee families have been experiencing for many months in their journey with their children and belongings on their backs for thousands of miles to this border. In many of the past posadas here at this border, for a quarter century, the pilgrims have been able to allow to touch each other, uh, fingers between this fence. They could just literally be on both sides of that fence, and they could pass tamales back and forth for a shared meal afterwards or throw candy over the top of the fence for kids on both sides of the border. But this year, it was much more militarized, and those of us on the U.S. side were kept far away from that border fence and border patrol trucks driving very symbolically between these two groups of pilgrims. But being able to sing still back and forth over the fence and hear each other's voices with these wonderful words of Mary and Joseph uh, was for me a very moving moment. We could see them and we could hear the voices singing back and forth. Then this Tuesday was International Migrants Day around the world, and here in Washington we had another posada, those who made a, those made a posada where people marched to Congress and presented letters from all over the country, thousands of letters from clergy, saying we need more humane policies. In the context of this political season, it therefore is important to reflect on these political issues Theologically, this president, his administration, and his party allies are deliberately and directly pursuing policies of fear in relationship to asylum seekers, immigrants, and refugees. Be afraid, Donald Trump proclaims. Be afraid. We want you to be afraid. Trump campaigned on fear again during the midterm elections. He governs on fear. He makes immigration policy based on fear. And we've seen that play out in a couple of ways. One, in propagating rhetoric aimed at stoking our fears, those natural human fears of the other, stoking our fear of immigrants and caravans and criminals and drugs and diseases coming our way and then treating asylum seekers themselves so brutally, separating children from their parents, as we've seen, or putting whole families in cages, prison detention centers, in order to deter them from coming to America, to make them afraid, make us afraid of them 
and make them afraid to come. Jesus says, welcome the stranger. Donald Trump, in great contrast, enacts policies that are inflicting trauma, pain, danger, and even death on the ones Jesus tells us to welcome. And as these white evangelical Christian leaders who support Donald Trump and have nothing to say, we should ask them a question in this Advent season. What about Jesus? What about the Christ that we are welcoming? How can we ignore the fact that there's no room for him in the inn of America? Let's be clear. We all recognize the importance of upholding just laws and protecting our borders in sane and humane ways. But migrants have a legal right to seek asylum. They're doing nothing illegal, and they pose no real danger or threat to America. Beyond the letter of the law, as Christians, we are called to uphold the higher law of imago Dei, image of God, that we're all made in the image and likeness of God. And in Matthew 25, it literally says how we treat the stranger, the immigrant, is how we treat Christ himself. This is a test of faith as we welcome Christ at Christmas. This week, as Christians all over the world prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus, with many of us having gatherings with families and friends, the President of the United States takes us now to the brink of shutting down a big chunk of the federal government. Hundreds of thousands of government workers are in danger now of not getting paychecks right in time for Christmas because of his wall. Trump's wall would cost about $30 million per mile. $30 million per mile. This is an ungodly wall being pushed by an ungodly man for deeply ungodly reasons. And we must make it clear that we as Christians in this Advent and Christmas season will not allow this wall to be built on our watch. Donald Trump says, be afraid. Jesus says, be not afraid. This is a clear choice. It's a spiritual choice in a divided political season. So I just say, blessed Christmas to all of you. Jim Wallace for the soul of the nation.